Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's always hard to see a fictional character bite the dust, but no matter how difficult it might be for us fans, it's often an even bitter pill to swallow for the actors playing them. Some take it harder than others though, and try, often in vain, to change the minds of the writers and keep their characters around that little bit longer. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are eight actors who begged for their character not to die. Number eight, Sean Bean, World on Fire. Whether he's playing good guys or bad guys, Sean Bean is no stranger to on-screen deaths, to put it lightly. He's had everything from his throat slit, being flung from a satellite dish, hung from some chains, and buried alive over the course of his long career, as well as his two most famous demises as Boromir in The Fellowship of the Ring and Ned Stark in Game of Thrones. However, apparently all of this dying actually does begin to grate on an actor, and according to Bean himself, he has in recent years turned down several jobs after cornering their producers over plans for his character. However, he took this one step further with the BBC drama World on Fire. Here, Bean claimed that before he signed on to play the role, he specifically pleaded with the show's producers to tell them what the fate of his character would be. Tired of having his performances overshadowed by audiences knowing that he was going to die at some point, Bean said to the producers that he would allow most serious injuries, but drew the line at dying any more times. Number seven. Connie Britton, Nashville. Arguably the strongest and most popular of the great female characters on Nashville was Connie Britton's Raina James, a 40-year-old country singer being pushed out the door by the industry. However, the movement of the show from ABC to CMT for its fifth season would spell disaster for Britton's character, as the actress decided it was time to move on to new projects. After an intense storyline with a fanatic fan and his obsessive stalking of her, Raina James is in the middle of being escorted home when her car is crashed into dying a few episodes later in hospital. The thing is, while Britain did want out, and this is very much her own doing in a way, she didn't actually want her exit to come from her character's death. Apparently she asked the producers, quote, is there any way we can do this where she doesn't die? To which she flat out received the answer, no. Any other exit wouldn't make sense for the character. In the end, it was decided that Raina would simply never leave her children behind. So for Britain to leave, her character had to die. Number six, Joseph Palato, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead is the hugely underrated third entry in George A. Romero's zombie franchise, this time focusing on a world completely lost to the zombie apocalypse. With humans all but extinct, we catch up with a small band of survivors held up in a secure bunker, made up of military men and scientists. The late great Joseph Palato plays Captain Henry Rhodes, the ruthless military leader of the group who's uncaring to the scientists' plan to ultimately domesticate and cure the living dead. His death scene is of course now iconic, as he's brutally ripped apart 
surrounded by hordes of zombies in the final act. However, when it came time to actually shoot this sequence, the actor had a slight change of heart. According to him, he sought out Romero on the final day of filming and asked for an explanation on his rationale behind Rhodes going out the way he did, even going as far as to saying that he would have preferred him to escape somehow. The two men had a pretty frosty couple of exchanges throughout the whole day of filming, and though Pilato's attitude eventually shifted somewhat, he would often bring it up that he thought Captain Rhodes might have pulled through in another universe. Number 5. Tony Sirico and Al Sapienza, The Sopranos Do you remember that line from Reservoir Dogs, where Mr. White says, you shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize? Well, Tony Sirico, who played the iconic Polly Walnuts on The Sopranos, had similar advice for the writers on the show. Now, Sirico isn't really the begging type, but he had some stern words for any writers thinking of killing off his character. Recalling his first day as a writer on season 2, Terence Winter said, quote, The first thing Tony Sirico ever said to me, literally on day one, was, You're the new writer? Let me tell you something. If you ever write a script where I die, first I die, then you die. Now, while it might sound like he was just messing around, apparently he wasn't entirely joking, as he went on to say, quote, I'm telling you, don't think about killing me, end quote. Being killed off the hit show was apparently something Sirico stressed about throughout its run, understandably so considering just how many of the cast members were offed in his run. While he eventually got his way, other actors weren't so lucky though. Creator David Chase recalled on the Talking Sopranos podcast that actor Al Sapienza tried incessantly to talk him out of killing his character, even pitching mad story ideas to continue his arc. Hilariously, never one to miss a trick, at the read-through for the episode in question, Tony Sirico mimed gunning him down when they got to his death scene, no doubt overjoyed that he'd outlasted yet another cast member. Number 4. Laurie Holt the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead has failed many actors in the past. Chandler Riggs was famously blindsided by Carl Grimes' death in season 8, having just enrolled in a college and bought a house close to the production after being told he'd be needed for another three years. It's Laurie Holden who is perhaps the worst treated though. A great actress, the writers absolutely butchered her character Andrea in season 3. In the comics, Andrea is one of the most likable heroic survivors, making it through storyline after storyline before ending up in a romantic relationship with Rick and dying a tragic death late into the comics' run. As you can imagine then, it came as a shock to Holden to find out her character was being killed at the end of season 3. To add insult to injury, she had an 8 year contract in place and only found out about all of this the night before shooting was set to begin. Understand Understandably, Holden didn't want to go, and has since criticised then-showrunner Glenn Mazzara for botching her exit. She did praise the next showrunner, Scott Gimple, though, who actually retooled her death scene at the very last minute after replacing Mazzara himself, and did manage to at least make it somewhat meaningful. Number 3. Scatman Crothers' The Shining Dick Halloran is an important part of Stephen King's The Shining, at least on paper. For starters, he teaches Danny Torrance about his ability to shine, something which Danny would find very handy when things were his murderer's dad kick off, and he is probably the only genuine and caring male adult figure that the young Torrance has for a good time. His death in the movie is therefore one of the most infamous moments in the entire film, axed by Jack out of nowhere and maybe the only blight on an otherwise perfect adaptation. Not only was this death a deviation from the source material, but apparently it was something Stanley Q 
Kubrick himself didn't even have planned initially. Actor Scatman Crullers was less than pleased with the sudden change as well, and was quoted as saying, I just wish that they had kept the original ending. The strange thing is that even Stanley's screenplay has Halloran saving them. I just don't understand what happened. Kubrick shot things all kinds of ways, but he never shot a version of the ending like in his script or the book. I still don't know why Stanley changed the story, end quote. Number two, Ian McKelleny, Game of Thrones. If you look through the cast list, you'll find plenty of names from Game of Thrones who were either annoyed their characters were killed off or frustrated at a lack of proper story. However, from his very first introduction, it was clear to fans that legend Ian McKelleny was a class act for the show, impressing everyone by reading through all of the books, understanding the world in which the series was set in, and putting these two things together to help flesh out his character even more on screen. All of this, though, only made his death feel like it came at the wrong time for both he and his fans. Whilst Varys and Tyrion were on their way to becoming Daenerys' new advisors, there was arguably a stage set where McHelene's character could have stepped into the void left by Jorah and become the Dragon Queen's main man. The actor certainly felt so anyway, believing that he had a little bit longer left on the show due to the fact that his character is still alive at the end of the fifth book. The Northern Irish actor went through a range of emotions apparently at the time, and also apparently sat down with both showrunners to ask if he really had to go out when he did. Number one, Tim Rose, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Despite only being a side character in the original trilogy's final film, Admiral Akbar quickly established himself as being a real fan favorite. Yes, there was the it's a trap line, but fans came to love him for much more than that and wanted to see more of him. Consequently, there was obviously a lot of hype when it was revealed that he would be making a return in The Last Jedi. Even more than fans, actor Tim Rose was certainly more than ready for Akbar's return having high hopes that we'd get to see more of the Commander in action. However, his screen time was limited in The Force Awakens, and he was sadly reduced to little more than a cameo box tick and a quick death in The Last Jedi. Hell, it was so quick, some fans came out of the screening not even realizing that it had happened. Rose has since been incredibly vocal on his character's poor handling and the lack of any real respect on set, with his pleas for more juicy bits of action for Akbar seemingly not being heard, leaving him in genuine tears under the costumes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.